0: Welcome to Life and Life Balfour Podcast. I'm Maddie Wasserman. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our first episode of Summer 2021. Now, for some of you loyal listeners that have stuck with us all winter long as we've been breaking down some nostalgic parts of Baco's past, you know that we've really been hitting on a lot of the great moments of the last decade plus of Baco and all our favorite stuffs. you know, some sports, non-sports, but as we ease back into the summer, we're going to get into more of our regularly scheduled programming like we did in 2019. We'll still mix in that other stuff too, but we're going to be hitting on a lot of the biggest activities around camp and kids of all ages, so we're going to get right to it today with our first episode, which is about Cedar Basketball League, so now the waiters of 2020 obviously got canceled so they go are still having their waiters summer at 17 years old So senior leagues this year is going to be constituted of 16 year olds 17 year olds and a few 15 year olds who are going to be pushed up into the upper age bracket now joining us today is noodle who is a 17 year old himself A waiter of this 2021 summer and he's going to be our co-host for a lot of the summer We're super excited to have him he's going to be here all summer long noodle Welcome to the podcast. How you doing?
1: Thanks for having me, Maddie. I'm super excited to get going. I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah,
0: it's going to be an awesome summer. And, you know, we did a mock draft last year, for some of you who may remember. Obviously, we did that at the beginning of quarantine. Summer 2020 never happened. So we're back at it for 2021. And it looks a little different. Got a couple new kids in the mix, kids that aren't here this summer. So it's going to look a little different than that one. There are six teams we're going to be basing the mock draft off of. So we're going to start. I'm going to start with the number one pick. We have not shared our answer with each other. We're going to go three rounds deep here. So I think the number one pick of the draft is Eli Greenberger and this is not a hot take. Nah, this nah. is not a tough pick. It's one of those drafts like, you know, there's some years where you have a lot of kids that are pretty good and you don't know. It's like kind of eye of the beholder. Like, this is one of those things whoever pulls the number one pick, Eli Greenberger will be going first overall. He was one of the best players. I would say the second best player. Yes. Certainly by the end of the 2019 summer. He's two years older now. He was, I mean, he's younger than everyone. So he was 14 in 2019 now he's 16 years old and he was awesome then i mean he's just a brilliant slasher inside he's so big he's physical and then he can pop in and shoot threes too
1: yeah man i mean he can really do it all he's one of the one of the best teammates i've had i love playing with him great passer and just just an unbelievable scorer he can score at every single level he can attack he can hit in the mid range he's a knockdown three point shooter he can do everything you want and in leagues uh, you want your first round pick to be getting all your buckets and he's a bucket straight bucket
0: yeah he's like the consummate guy who you could just give the ball to he's gonna drive inside he can finish the contact absolutely and then he can also pop it out he's someone that is really tough to guard because he's obviously one of the taller players in the league yeah but then he's also able to handle the ball he's just a matchup nightmare and that That's why he's the number one overall pick. You could just, you know, you watch for a few minutes, you just see the big guys, the waiters on the court, and you just know, like... Eli Greenberger's that guy. Yeah, summer.
1: man. You see how silky smooth he is with everything. Smooth, that's
0: a great word. That's
1: perfect to describe him. And, um, I mean, he's really tough to guard. you got to have at least two or three guys focused on him at all times and just hope that his other guys aren't hitting shots. That's all you can hope for.
0: Exactly. So he's the number one overall pick. That's not too hard. I mean, last year it was not too hard to make him the number two overall pick. It was obviously Glatzer first, and then it was Eli Greenberger. But now the second pick, I'll give this to you, Noodle.
1: So in this spot, i got to bet on myself here. i got to go with myself here in the it's second fair, spot. I think that I um, have a lot of size that I don't really know if it can be matched with um, in the playing field. And I just hope that um, I'm able to live up to wherever I'm picked and hope that uh, I get some great teammates around me, which I'm sure I will.
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely have the size. I mean, even two years ago, right, you were still one of the biggest guys. And now, of course, you're two years over, you're 17 now. And when you look at this age, of course, you never really had 17-year-olds that are much more physically developed than even a 16-year-old would be playing like you are going to be this summer. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how you're utilized. I think, I agree, I mean, you're probably going to be picked, certainly within the first four, I think there's a big four, and we'll get to that kind of hierarchy of the big four this summer, like those first four picks. I think you could go anywhere in the two to four range. But I certainly don't think two is an unreasonable place for you to go. No, and
1: I also understand that um, with leagues, there is definitely a premium on guards and uh, ball handling is very important for your lead guy, and I, I, that doesn't like I understand that, and I'm I see basketball and evaluate it myself. Like I, like I understand that that may not that's not my particular specialty. But um, I think that what I bring it can't really be matched by anyone else in camp, and I think that I would be a great pick for any coach who's willing to have me.
0: Yeah, you can also hit some shots Absolutely. from the outside. Yeah, yeah, you've, been, sure. you've been getting better at that. Sure, yeah, no. I mean, even a couple years ago, we saw you break out some jump shots. Yeah. So I think the third pick is where things start to get more interesting, and I think yeah. the real draft is going to start again at number five. It's kind of mm. starts. It's kind of like Eli Greenberger for breaking this thing down into tiers. You have Eli Greenberger at number one. I don't think there's really much debate about no. that. Then I think you go two through four. It's you, and then who I'm going to take at number three? I'm going to take beef stew. beef stew. Beef stew was someone that was not initially picked in the 2019 season. He was
1: he was a replacement. Player he was for, actually a
0: replacement, a replacement player for Avi got hurt, He was someone that was not even thought highly enough of to be bumped up into the initial draft. True. Like that's where he was coming from. Yes. But in 2019, he was so good. And he right. just got better throughout the summer, and like it was one of those things where you know you go into the beginning of the summer, and obviously you have these preconceived notions about types of players. And you're cool. like beef, like yeah, generic, like fourth guy on a league's team, and all of a sudden like he's you know putting up these massive games. He got 20 rebounds. You know it's like yeah. you're just I remember, remember like that 40, game. Yeah,
1: he had a crazy like 40 and 20 game yeah. in Olympics or something. Like something yeah, absurd. in Olympics, 40 and 20 yeah.
0: exactly, like some crazy <laughs> stat line like that and what you see with beef is someone that i just think at this point like he's a bona fide star absolutely there was a point last year where you know you thought it was he a glue guy is he like a glue guy plus like no at this point he's grown even more since two years ago and i mean we can talk about like age jumps because it's been two years since we've seen these guys on the courts the 14 to 16 age that's a
1: big jump that's a big jump big jump and um I mean, I'm one of my friends who we'll get to in a second. He'll definitely be drafting his Alex Newman. They live together in the offseason, work out a ton together. Um, he's been texting me, keep an eye on beef. This dude is going to have it, hit the ground running, have a massive summer. I was playing pick up a beef the other day that boy is really really good and he's gonna be an awesome pick for whoever gets him he's got a lethal lethal step back jumper he's good at attacking to his left he's got a really strong left He's a lefty and uh, he's definitely gonna be one of the best defenders in the league I mean he's got versatility he can pass he can choose one of the, I think the best cutter in camp I mean he's I a agree. ridiculous he's awful. slasher absolutely he's,
0: he's just an incredible absolutely. like teammate incredibly coach. yeah, coachable like you don't have to I think what you have with him like even a guy like you or Eli yeah. is Someone that you have to build the team directly around. Totally.
1: Beef can fit in, in any yes. way. Yeah,
0: like you have to build the team. If you are on the team, obviously you're going to be the dominant player on the yes. team. But you have to build the team around facility and getting yeah. you the ball in the post. Totally working the offense around you. Beef is a guy that can take a possession and play off yeah. ball. I- like you can fit anyone. There's someone like for you when you're drafted. You can't take when you take beef third overall. You can take anybody in the
1: second round. Anybody, yeah. he's
0: the he's like the quintessential guy. You can build a team around totally. him. I could I could put Jaden Levy. I see, like I could put any kind anyone, of player anyone. on his team in the second round. And that's also something as a coach when you are taking a guy third overall and you don't know who's going to be there around the second turn. Like yeah. that's a valuable thing to have. So why don't you go fourth overall? I think this is a pretty easy pick. Yeah,
1: team. I mean this might be the easiest pick yeah. in the entire draft. Avi Pellet is absolutely the fourth overall pick. Yeah. I think this would be the steal of the draft. It would be yeah. a steal. I mean, Avi Pellet is an absolute baller. He can shoot. He's I, I've, As we just said, Beef's an incredible defender, as yeah. well as Eli's a great defender as well. Avi Pellet is the hands-down best defender in camp. He's got those Kawhi-like massive mitts on his hands. huge hands. Huge hands. Big wingspan. Almost an Aiden Rab type wingspan. oh yeah. No not one, quite, no not one quite, matches not that. Quite. He's getting there, yeah. though. Um, he's able to score at any level. He really just... He penetrates, and he is a stone-cold killer. He did, Nothing phases him. He keeps going. I mean, he is really, really a baller, and I can't—I I mean, his season got cut short last time we were Yeah, here. you know,
0: it's kind of like the type of thing I was—I was thinking, like, an analogy. Like, you know how at the beginning of the season, like, Kevin Durant—obviously, we know how good Kevin Durant is. Yeah. So at the beginning of the season, people were like, Durant, he's been out for a year. Like, you kind of forgot how good he is, and then yeah. he gets back on the exactly. court, and you're like— that's still Kevin Durant. Yeah. It's kind of going to be the same thing with Avi. If we remember, Avi was, I believe, the fifth overall pick in yes. 2019. He got hurt the first week of the season. Yes. And he was out for the rest of the year. And back- that
1: team was phenomenal, and I think
0: could have beaten Nevin last year. Could, that that, team, that's a podcast for that's another a, time That's about. another podcast going back on the 2019 yeah. season. But that team with Chuck and Avi would have been phenomenal. just ridiculous. Yeah. And Avi is like – he's. we forget about how good he is because he missed – He was not here 2018, then 2019, he comes back and he misses the first week. Yeah. And, like, we haven't really seen Avi play, like, a legit league season in four years. Yeah,
1: no, and I know he had a very good varsity season this year. I mean, he's a baller, and I really think that he's going to have an awesome, awesome season.
0: I agree for sure. I think that's, as you said, like, that's one of the easiest picks. Whoever of those three guys, we said Eli first, of you... Beef Stew and Avi, those three are going to be the next three picks. I don't think you can
1: go wrong. I really don't. I
0: think any of those picks, I don't think you can go wrong. I agree. So the draft really, in my eyes, begins at five. Because you have all this stuff. Like, you have these first four. We know that. This is the type of draft where when, you know, Danny's pulling the numbers out of the hat or whatever system he does to establish draft order, Mm -hmm. you get a top four pick, like, you're set. You get the fifth pick, you're like, oh, God, like it's just a like mountain of people yeah. that could be so fifth overall. I think I'm gonna go with Jacob Greenberger. Can't blame you. I think you could go a lot of places here. Jacob Greenberger got traded in 2019 to play with his cousin Eli. Yes, and they took that team all the way to the finals. They lost to Glasser in the finals, but like it was seven. It was a foregone conclusion well, yeah. of the 2019 Senior League season. That team was awesome. Jacob Greenberger, I think, could be one of the most underrated players in camp. And now, I don't think if he gets picked fifth overall, he's not underrated anymore. Like, it's one of those things where maybe he was underrated, but I think at this point, like, people know. Yeah, no, people know. He can play.
1: He can absolutely play. I mean, he's one of the best spot-up shooters in camp. If yeah. you leave him open, he's going to knock it down. He's become a much better penetrator, and um, he's really, really underratedly lanky. He gets in there on defense, gets in a lot of passing lanes. I, we, I, we've been through a lot. Of, feel, I keep feel like I'm saying it. We have a lot of very good defenders in this league, and now it's getting me a little nervous. But we have a really a couple um, great defenders. I think Jacob... I think you need to compound Jacob with someone else. If you get him another shooter, another someone who can not take the load off of him but help him manage the load, that's gonna be a really tough team and not a team you wanna play in the playoffs because they're gonna rough you up and be physical and I, I don't remember which counselor always said it. Jacob Greenberger is the ideal Baco athlete. He just fights yeah. and claws his way into wins. And, um, I mean, I'm sure he's going to carry that on into this league and keep getting Yeah, benefits.
0: I think what's important to emphasize is that after we've gotten through the top four picks, anyone that goes from this point or later on is going to need another player. Absolutely. Like, there's no one – you're – going to need a, to put another player around Jacob. But I think this is something that happens a lot around camp. It's not just basketball, but like obviously basketball, like that's what people really care the most about. So that's what happens the most. Like. When you're twelve, like people still carry on the reputation you have when you're twelve years old. When yeah. so like Jacob's reputation is like, oh, like a glue guy, kind of spot up. He's here. becoming
1: to a very good defender. But, or exactly. a very good scorer, excuse. But me. But he's
0: be- he's became a much better scorer than yeah. he was when he's twelve, but like people still kind of carry that reputation. Yeah. So I think kind of breaking that mold and understating, like, no, he gave me the go-to guy on the team. Yeah, he's gonna need a totally. second guy, probably someone a little bigger, but I think that tenacity, like he's going they're going to win games like thirty-one to twenty-nine. Like, that's going to be the type of games that Jacob's team's going to win. But, like, I feel good about that kind of team winning. So why don't you go with the sixth pick? Because I think things can, like, really open up at this point. Yeah,
1: I mean, in this tier, we really got a chunk of players who are not all interchangeable because they're all very different, but all very good, skilled players. In this spot, I got to go with Leo Silverhoffman. I mean, the dude is just an absolute workhorse. Right now, he's at a lacrosse tournament. So, right? so let's
0: talk about that. Yes. Because this is the type of thing. Now, for those of you out there that may play fantasy football, I know what fantasy <laughs> football is. Maybe not that too many of our listeners. You know, yeah. a lot of younger people play yeah. fantasy football. But it's like the kind of guy who you know you're drafting him. You know he's going to be out the first 10 games. And you're just hoping my team can survive long enough without him Yeah. That once we add this guy back, we're going to be off and running. So leo is out for the first few weeks of the summer yeah but we expect him to be back by the time the postseason rolls Absolutely. around so with that context i think he would easily go fifth in another yeah. context the reason why i wouldn't take him fifth is because i think there's something to be said for chemistry on a team totally. and you know leo is one of the most interesting players in that he can take on different roles in different uh-huh. circumstances uh-huh. so for example i remember in that 16s game at the game at Echo, the 16s final against Brandon. That Lake. was
1: the best defensive performance I ever that seen. That was the best. Right, that it's was like, crazy.
0: Leo Hoffman can be Drew Holiday if he needs to. He can be like your tenacious he can be defender. Ross, he can be whoever. But yeah. there are times like he can be the Drew Holiday, like kind of that like third, fourth option on a team who can kind of score, but he's just a lockdown defender. He's scrappy. He's all over the place. Like he can take on that personality, but in leagues, if needed, He can also be Westbrook. And just the the usage rate, like the Leo Hoffman usage rate potential is extremely high. And and the fish and clip for most of the time. But the complications about bringing him in week five, week six, is you can have a team that, you know, they're not obviously going to be talented. Because if you're taking Leo Hoffman in the first round, you're going to have a void of talent for those first few weeks. But that being said, when he comes back, you can have him take on different kinds of roles. So let's say the team's really struggling, you're in last place, you haven't won a game. Like he can come in, he could be Westbrook,
1: bring that a spark, and you. Go, and also, by the way, Russell Westbrook, all he does is help teams and let them and of get course. them to win. Of course, and that's and that's, that's my best.
0: point. Like he can be the high usage guy. But he can also be a locked in defender, and you know he wants to win. And he's obviously an elite athlete, yeah. one of the best in camp. Easily. So the, the best. The best, probably. Yeah. The best athlete in <laughs> camp.
1: He's a yeah. D1 lacrosse player. definitely yeah. the, the best, best athlete camp. in camp. <laughs> so
0: that's something that's certainly, to me. And also, you're getting a good
1: it. duo here because remember, that's a sixth pick. You got back to back picks right here. So Maddie's going to make a great duo for um, Leo's Yeah, and now. I'm
0: interested to see where he goes, right? Because yeah. I feel like I could see him going a lot of places. Yeah. I could see him falling to the mid second round. I could see him going as high as fourth or fifth. Like, How different counselors approach that, I'm not sure if I would take him here. I probably would wait until the second round, but that being said, if you're someone that has you and then you could get Leo at the end of the second round, I mean, that's that's you just hope like
1: exactly. Once you get the it's a tougher point with those last two teams that wouldn't have one of those big four, as we said, but once you get if he somehow fell back to one of those big fours, I think you have to take it and you hope that either myself, Eli, Avi, or Beef can just carry you to a couple wins, then Leo comes back and you start. Exactly,
0: and that's the goal. So I don't even mind that pick there at 6. So now, you know, we're going to go to the turnaround, and what's interesting is I want to take someone here that can kind of carry the load with the constant. I'm not even saying someone that I might necessarily take at 7 overall Mm -hmm. in another context, but given the context that Leo is going to be going sixth, I think here you want to take... I think I'm taking Zay here.
1: Zay, wow, because going early.
0: I think he's going early now. Xavier Jules is a 15 year old this summer. I have not seen him on the basketball court. I'll admit that, but I will I say have. he has he has grown I'll substantially.
1: Let, uh, yes. All right. So let me give you the breakdown. A couple of years ago, Zay, when last time I saw him play, he was just get it. He's, he'll jump over you, get a rebound, just fly down the court and beat you. And sometimes, like mislaps, kind of out of control. This summer, the little bit I've seen of him so far, he's hitting step-back threes. He's that's what I'm saying. Jumping. I'm, he's, he's jumping over me. He looks like – he, I mean, he
0: looks his – physically, and we're talking about the gap from – from this is 13 to 15. That's a big gap. 13 to 15 is not only a big gap for him. I mean, like, he's built complete. Yeah. He used to be, like, small, and slender. Very, like, kind of like, like the scrappy guy that yeah, was, man. like, the fast, small, yeah. scrappy guy. Like Now he's, like – he has legit size. And what I've seen of him... this You're going with an upside pick here. Oh, yeah. This is a ceiling pick. Obviously, there's like... We know that the floor of Zay is high but the ceiling is just through the roof. Like, Ooh. the good version of Zay, I'm just picturing a team with Zay and, and Leo, Leo Hoffman. That's just a rebound, just launch a full gunning. court. That is so that's much a fun. Team. Like, a team. Like, if we're just talking about what could be, like, the ultimate amount of fun for a team, I mean, I think that team, the, the fun factor of that team would just be... <laughs> the
1: fun factor is an A-plus, a absolutely. Plus. So
0: why don't we go on, who do you have next year?
1: So this is going to be par- par- uh, pairing up with Jacob, correct? Yes. All right, so... Hmm... Give me a Miles Samuels here.
0: I, You know what? I like that pick. I was thinking about Miles Samuels. Miles Samuels is like a guy that every summer he comes back, he looks better physically. Yeah. And you see, and you're like, he makes those improvements. He makes small increments every season. This could be the year where there's a big leap. There's yeah. going to be a time when he comes back and he's just going to be better. And he's obviously one of the best basketball players in his age group. For sure. But... There's going to be a time he comes back. He's just going to be awesome. I think that's a good pairing with Jacob. Exactly.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I think that he has the skills to also provide, like as I said when, I, when we were talking about Jacob, to we need, someone needs to kind of take the load off him a little bit, help him carry the load. Miles can do that. Miles can score, especially against kids that are more his age and not. He like I haven't been in the league with him where he's not playing up in a couple of years now, and I think that he's gonna really be able to take advantage of a lot of kids. He's got big size, he's able to shoot. He's got a nice handle. I think there's gonna, he's gonna be a really good pairing with Jacob if that were to happen, and. Um, yeah, man, I really like him. I think he's going to be a really good player, good rebounder. Um, I think that's a great pairing. That's a tough team.
0: I think that Miles is a guy who you're right. in. He had high expectations in 2019. He was playing up with bigger kids. Now he is in the category of the bigger kids. He's not playing up anymore. Mm-hmm. And you make a good point with that. He is, a, he is the definition of a skilled big. There are not too many bigs that are going to be going that high. It's obviously you, and then the rest of the league is pretty much guards of you yeah. and Samuels in terms of the upper echelon of the league. Yeah. Samuels is a guy where like you can have games where it's like the old Bill Simmons theory where like you forget He's on the court. (laughs) Yeah, I think that is something that changes with age I think this summer, you know from what I've seen of him on the court I really think this summer is going to be the time when he really is able to assert himself and be more assertive more confident I think that's something that just comes with age and especially you're right playing up with bigger kids it can happen sometimes. Yeah. It can happen where you know you just you know you phase out for a little bit of time but with someone like Jacob they can run the nice two man game Yeah, and he's such a skilled player he like really is the Thomas. ceiling for what Miles Samuels can be if he's able to kind of harness those skills and use them in a way that he's just a mismatch for so yeah. many guys in the league like the ceiling of Miles Samuels and I think t- with two more years of physical but also just mental maturity That's a big on piece. the court this Miles Simmons can be an awesome no, player.
1: Totally, and I've I've been there last year. Like it take it took me a second uh, in our last summer, like to kind of realize that like I can compete with these kids. Exactly, and, uh, and, exactly. Like, it's gonna take Miles a second to feel that, but like once he starts hitting those shots and getting those laps yeah. and starting to feeling like he can go through these guys, like he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be a really, really good player in this league.
0: Exactly, I think that's a great point. So next, I'm going to be taking Justin Rubin here. Perfect. And I'm going to be pairing him with Avi, and that's you a know team. I like that pairing a lot. I think Rubin is the. If Ruben was a first round pick, he would be like, "All right, like, can he carry you But as if Ruben can be paired with one of the four, and I'm just, and he will be, yeah, assuming yeah. Yes. unless someone reaches for him in the Miles, the pick that you just, if either the mm. Zay or Miles yes. picks we just had, I think Ruben's range is probably anywhere from this big year probably 9-12 to 12 is kind of the Ruben range right mm-hmm. I think at that range Ruben is the ideal number 2 option yeah. on the league's team like he's when I, when you think of a number 2 option which is a guy who can hit shots he can play defense he's gonna be a good passer he's unselfish yeah. he can make plays he can score the ball like Just the guy, like, he has no real identifiable weaknesses. No, not at all. He's just the – he is a quintessential – like, when you think of a number two guy in leagues, I'm thinking – Perfect. And
1: when we think about our uh, tournaments, he's the quintessential glue guy. Exactly. He will not make any mistakes. He's going to be perfect to set up Avi. He will be a great defender. So that helps Avi against a bigger – like, a beef or um, or even me or Eli. Like, that's another body to throw at him, switch it up, easier help on uh, screens – like that—that's a big, big pickup for Avi, and would really help lighten the load. And Justin, also, don't sleep on Justin. And by the way,
0: I would—and by the way, for Ruben, I would if I was—if I was the team that drafted Beef, I would be praying Ruben. I oh think that I would if perfect. I was the team like B, in this mock draft. Ruben's not gonna fall that far, but no. if I was. If I was at that range, I would be I would be praying Ruben gets back to me.
1: I would be praying if any of those four yeah. – I mean, Justin is the perfect, perfect option. And but, he's... like, the
0: perfect option not in the context of a team where your number one is Jacob, your number – Yes, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Or you don't awesome. want – like, you don't want Ruben to be on the team where he's on the same team as Leo and he's going to have to carry the team for a few weeks. Yeah. That's not the context where Ruben thrives. Where Ruben can be an awesome player is on the team when he can be the number two. He can take over for some possessions, but he can also kind of step back and he knows – Knows his role. Yeah,
1: And remember, if like Avi or someone's getting doubled, Justin can hit open shots. Justin can drop 25. And he has in no weaknesses. No, yeah. no weakness. I mean, it's he can athlete, do it all. Yep. Great athlete.
0: Yeah. All right. So who do you have? So you're now drafting for the team. So just to recap what we have so far, mm-hmm. we have one team with just Eli. We have a team that the second team is Noodle, which is you. The third team, we have Beef. Then we have a team that has Avi. The Avi team also just That's got Justin. Justin Rubin. The fifth team has Jacob Greenberger, Miles Samuels, and the sixth team right now is Leo Hoffman and Xavier Jules. Yeah. So why don't you go here? You're drafting the for the team that already has beef. Who do you have?
1: They are going to absolutely love this, and I'm putting the Brooklyn boys together, Henry Stewart and Alex Newman. All right, all right. I can do it. That.
0: I can do it. I like it. And it's a good pick.
1: The Newman pick, so just to break down Newman – Great ball handler, great shooter, great facilitator. He I, was
0: the number two for Glatzer last
1: year. Yeah, and I think played you would know you on yeah, that team. team. I mean, I think he played that role perfectly and helped set up Evan and, uh, and hit think, the shots when he needed If I had to
0: compare him to someone, I would I would compare him to Middleton, honestly. Yeah. In terms of like there are games when Newman's going to, you they're know, wrong. maybe score eight points, he's gonna miss a few shots, they're gonna be like, All right, like that's a fine performance. There are going to be games when Newman drops is dive. the second player on the team yeah. and all of a sudden he just, like, drops it. He's just hitting every shot. He's hitting these contested shots. He's dribbling and then he's taking these deep three. Like, there's, there's scenarios where Newman can, you know, be supposed to be the number one. There are yeah. games that Newman will be the number one player on his team. Like, it's just a fact. Newman, and especially in the playoffs, in that... Final game when you know Eli and Jacob, we're talking the twenty nineteen League's Championship game. There were some times when Newman Newman took over that game in the first half for a part of when they were doubling Glasser. Newman was a big part of that, and he's a great pick here because Yeah. yeah, there are games he's not gonna have his shot. But when his shot's working, and you said he can score the ball. He's two years older, obviously. Everyone is. But for him, that's a big difference physically. Yeah. Like He
1: grew a lot. He did. He did. And I think don't underestimate that chemistry. I mean, Beef and Newman work out together every single day. I mean, I, they're always in the gym. If you're
0: someone, and that's a great fact, like if you're drafting the teams, if you could put those two together... The same way yeah. that the same way that Eli and Jacob were together yeah. in 2019. If you can get two guys together that to know each other, have such a feel for each other, have chemistry, willing to be unselfish, like in yeah. leagues, that's all you need.
1: And not only know beef is, can drive in, he knows where Newman's going to be. Not yeah. only that, he also can communicate. Like mm-hmm. they, they're on the same wavelength. That's something that cannot be undervalued and understated. That's really, really crucial. And I think it's going to be awesome for them.
0: I agree. I, w- I really hope that pairing happens. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Newman, I would not be upset at all if Newman went higher than this. No. Like this is, his floor is probably, his floor is the end of the second round, but he can go as high like, if he went, you know, 8-9, like, that would be reasonable for him mm-hmm. too. For sure, for sure. Somewhere in that mid to late second round is where I think Newman has a good range. So, the next pick here, now I'm picking the second guy for your team here. I think, oh, man. I got to say, I think I'm going with Hillman here.
1: Hillman, interesting.
0: I think, who do you think I was going with, Jaden Levy? I thought
1: you were going to go Jaden.
0: I thought about Jaden Levy, and I can do the Jaden Levy pick. I just think on your team, you are going to be very ball dominant, because in order for you to be your most effective as the bell goes off, hey, that's a sign, we're doing the podcast at camp. Bell's coming off in the middle of the podcast. Uh Anyways, what I think with Hillman is on a team, in a different context, I would have picked Jaden. But in the context of your team, someone like you is going to need to be your most effective with the ball in your hands, working yes. the post. Maybe you're taking mid-range shots. Like you were going to be an innings eater for your team. True. You need someone that's going to be willing to play off and also that's going to be able to guard the other team's guards. Cause right, you're not like a lot of these guys like Avi, Beef, like, these are guys that but are so, going, that's the thing.
1: Like, the, those guys I'd, I, I at least personally think I would match up with and take. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Jacobs. and Exactly. Like, like I don't want to wrap them around. Right, and that's though. why I think you need
0: a elite defender. And Jaden is, like, the quintessential. Like, Jaden is, like, the C.J. McCollum yes. of this league where yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. like, a microwave scorer. But you're not you're not getting a lot from him on the defensive mm. end. Yeah. So, I think Hillman is one of the best defenders in the league. But
1: then again, that was a move that um, Greg Corbin made last year when he was picking the team. He passed up on Chuck. And we saw what happened with that.
0: You're right, and that team did not go well and no. and it's a good point. I I don't know. I just feel like Hillman is a really solid player. Very and he's solid. very consistent. You know you're getting you know you're getting 10 to 14 points for, for Hillman. Sure. You're getting quality defense. Is he the ceiling of Hillman is not as high as the ceiling of no, Jaden no. Levy in any given game? I just think over time that consistency, is something that I think yeah. you really want.
1: I agree, definitely. I think he's. I, I mean, I'd love to play with Helming. Definitely, <laughs> he's a passer, giving the ball. I yeah. love that. Yeah. He is. Yes, he's
0: unselfish. He's unselfish. He's unselfish, but if it's there, he'll take. Oh, it.
1: absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I've when we played him, he sometimes just puts his nose down yeah. and goes, and he's a tough, strong. All right. Yeah. Kid. So
0: okay. So next up, you have Eli's team it's now. Eli's Eli team. gets two picks here. Now it's funny because there's almost like I feel like after Jaden, you kind of get another drop off yeah so you get kind of one more. So you could take Jaden here. What I don't know. What do you think?
1: This is a tougher call. This is a tough pick. This is a tough pick because I honestly. So I'm gonna go Jaden here. I do not love the fit of Jaden. I
0: don't love that fit at either. all. You're taking this is a this is best player available. Easily
1: like, best player available, and I, I think that you kind of just rely on them to get points. Like like that's gonna t- be a team that I don't know if you can outscore.
0: I do not like the fit. But you cannot possibly justify having two straight picks and, and passing. passing up Jaden Lee. I
1: mean, Jaden's too good. J- Jayden, he's a Jayden, scorer. Jaden you go in the first round. I don't know if anyone would blink an eye.
0: Maybe. But <laughs> Jaden is a – he's a microwave – he is the microwave scorer of this league. He's, he is a heat check he is the heat check guy of this league Yeah. in terms of he will pop shots and you'll be like well, what are we doing here Yeah. and then it goes in and then it goes in and, it goes and you're like he is the ultimate no 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 yes guy ultimate. of this league ultimate. like the ultimate like what are you doing yeah. and it just goes in because he's such a good shooter he's such a good scorer Yeah. and he can make those shots and I think that you're right I think he's a ball dominant guy which is why I don't love the fit with him like what's, it's kind of like a weird paradox because I feel like Jaden actually would be best on the team whoever drafts Leo actually Jaden would yeah. be the best fit on that team while Leo is gone because Jaden yeah. is a guy that can like can
1: carry and get like, those buckets. like Jaden yeah.
0: can be a good stats bad team guy yep. and then when you get the good guys back he can be Put like a huge part of a winning totally, team totally totally that's where Jaden I think is actually probably suited to be like a high usage guy and in the context of eli's team yeah you can just use him as a shooter and also you can give eli possessions off
1: remember we have trades in this league Jaden's a great trade asset for a team a like great the, trade that asset. that could also need a scorer but
0: it's like the type of thing you know it's going to be the first games are going to be this weekend and it's just a matter of fact someone's going to score like have a game where they lose 45 to 22 and, and the coach points. is going to come after the game they'll be like my team cannot score. I'm screwed. Course. I need Jaden Levy. Jaden Levy is high trade value, and you just know what you're getting from him. He's mm-hmm. a great scorer. He's one great of the best scorers. Scorer. I agree. The fit with Eli, those are two ball-dominant guards.
1: Also, underratedly good rebounding guard.
0: Great. That's a good point. And he's that someone that, yes, and he does not look like it. No, no.
1: it comes out no. of nowhere. He's got hops.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So now I think we really get to like the abyss. We're going one more round here. We're going to yep. go three rounds. Who do you have here?
1: So... Well, this no, this, is your, this oh, is your pick. pick. Oh, this is my pick. This is your pick to pair with Elizabeth. Oh, this is a brutal pick. Jayden. Wow. This All right. Pick. Because now there's, we're entering another. I could go here. so
0: many places right here. Oh, oh man. I'm going Grand Panzer.
1: Grant Panzer.
0: Why am I going Grant Panzer? Now, on the surface, Grant Panzer should not be the 13th overall pick, maybe. But on a team that just got Jaden Levy and Eli Greenberger. You need an off-ball player that does yeah. not need the ball in his hands. Space That's why floor, I'm taking baby. Grand Space Panzer right the here. the floor. Grand Panzer. Now, some of you may not know this. Maybe you can go back and listen to the first ever podcast we did here. I mean, it's probably terrible, but <laughs> you can go back and listen to it. Grand Panzer in that game. I think it was right after the first podcast we ever did. That coming into that first podcast we ever did. It was like a— I believe he had four or five threes. He had four or five threes, threes, yeah, yeah, and he was just going nuts. And that's the type of player he is. He is a guy who does not need the ball in his hands. He's just a good shooter. He's a good team player. He can play team defense. Obviously, he's not huge, but Mm -hmm. he's just a solid player. And in another context, I might not take him, but in a team that we just put Eli and Jaden on, like Grant Panzer, that would be a great pick in that scenario. And that's just something that I think you need to understand fit. And understanding yeah. roster fit is something that Understanding like some league's te- leagues, coaches may struggle with They yeah. just want see, so want best player available yeah. under all circumstances But fit is very important And I think he'd be a great fit Because yeah. he's not someone you can leave open
1: No And offensively I really do like the fit I think shooters around Eli is crucial And that'll help And Jaden's obviously a shooter as well what does scare me though is I, I don't like Grant and Jaden on defense together. That's
0: a good point. I think if, is this going to be like the 2021 Nets kind of strategy <laughs> yeah. here? Like we're kind of building a 2020, 2020 Nets TV. team. Like let's just make just score so the most Joe points Harris out there. Well, let's just yeah. score the most possible points and hope you don't match us. Exactly. But like you would have a field day against this oh, team. Oh yeah, no, no. under its current construction, <laughs> great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you would need to score a lot of points. Lo- like, like I would yeah. need yeah. A You would lot need to, of You would need to have a crazy game. Now it would be easier for you to have a yes. crazy game because they don't have anyone that can guard you but you also don't probably have people that can guard that team yes so that's interesting now you get the lovely scenario of getting to pick for yourself here yeah now to just a recap right now on your team
1: this is myself yourself and Hilton. yeah so what i would be looking for ideally here is someone that can score because i would like someone to take scoring
0: loss. options get small have gotten the, really the, gotten the, small, the especially ooh, with Dwindler. grant because grant's yeah. kind of like
1: that ideal too yeah for grant
0: what you wanted grant to to you yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm going to go with an interesting pick here, and I don't know if his name's ever been brought up on the pod. I'm going to bring up Tucker Press.
0: Love the pick. I will say Tucker Press is not even brought up. He's actually come on the podcast, I believe. He has? For the thirteens basketball interview, I believe. Really? I interesting. I believe Tucker Press came on. I believe we had him and Zay on. But,
1: <laughs> listen, to that.
0: yes, Tucker Press was a uh that's a good pick i like that pick and he's gotten he's gotten yeah. physically a lot bigger he, i
1: mean that's like we talked about this day like the 13 to 15 is a big jump and he gets buckets with that age and i really think that he'll be able to translate that he's gotten much bigger and more physical and uh i i think that it might take him a second to adjust to the physicality just the same way we talked with miles but i think it, it'll be more with the 15 year olds for sure but i think eventually he'll settle into his own and become a nice little scorer and like, I, I at least i think that um He'll be able to contribute. And he also shoots. He's, he's not afraid to shoot the three. And from my perspective, I love having shooters around. He clears up the lane for me so much more. So I really would. And this is I think something. Be a great pick.
0: I think that would be a great pick. And this is something you kind of hit on before. And you're sort of hanging on the miles, Sam, Because when you're playing up a couple H's, it can be like a little intimidating. Like that first week, like you're playing with these bigger kids. You're kind of like the new guy. You're sort of an outsider. You don't really know. like, exactly what your role is on the team. And maybe that first week you're going Tucker Press. Like, all right, it's going to take him a little time to settle in. But, like, by week four, week five, Tucker Press is going to be a great player in this league. And I think it's just gonna. it might take him a little time to settle in. But I I actually like that pick a lot. I now have to pick for – so now I'm going to pick for Beef. Beef's team has Ruben –
1: No, Newman. Newman, sorry. Beef Beef and Newman. Beef
0: and Newman. Beef. Wow, this is a tough pick. I, you know, I kind of want to pick a big, but like, there's no bigs at this position.
1: There's, I mean, you got is like could go with, S- you could go with Sammy Zera to salt. I don't think I can I
0: cannot justify. Uh, ben, I, I love Ben Summer. I cannot justify Ben Summer
1: Early in the third. top fifteen. I, I, can't,
0: yeah. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I think I'm gonna go with Zaz here.
1: Zaz, interesting.
0: I think Zaz is a criminally underrated player because you know, we forget about, you know, we can talk about this great group of guys that's won, they've won 11s, they've won 12s, they've won 13s, they've won 14s. This one, Right? This great core group of guys that have won all the tournaments that have dominated for years in intercamps. Mm-hmm. Zass is always on the floor. With
1: Zass is always on he's the floor. He's always on
0: the floor. And maybe he's the forgotten one on the floor because he's kind of the glue guy who will take some corner threes, but he's kind of a glue guy on that roster. Like, Zax is just a good player. He's just fundamentally sound. He can hit shots. Yeah. He can play defense. Like, Again, we're we're in the third round of a league. I would say average depth in this league. It's not as deep as no nowhere I mean,
1: near. I mean, last year, twenty
0: nineteen was an outlier in terms of like twenty nineteen. You were getting great players in the third round. You were not getting great players in the third round no. of this draft. But I think Zaz is a good player and. Realistically, like that's all you need here. You yeah. just need someone to check the box. He's not gonna screw up. He's not gonna play sloppy. Like, and you already you have Beef and Newman to carry him. Like, can... that's
1: scoring. So then you get a little bit of defense, a little bit of passing. That's and he'll get some boards. I mean, that that's kind of all you want from your third guy. If you have two really exactly, good maybe
0: already. I reached a little, but I think it's solid. So who yeah, do you exactly. have? So now you're going with a team. This team already has Avi on this team. This is the Avi and Ruben. Avi and team. Ruben. Hmm.
1: Avi and Ruben. So. We've got a right, little bit of scoring. Let's get some size. All these teams need size. <laughs> all all these
0: teams sell. need size. You're gonna have a field day in this one. Uh, yeah, this is. You're gonna, weird. you're gonna have a. Crate. Don't
1: sleep on Avi though. Those guys are tough to. No, Avi can. Avi so, can, guard the, can, can, can guard, the guard the post. Avi can guard the post. Let's throw in a. How do we feel about? Do you think this is? Mm, let's go. Let's go with the Dylan Siegel.
0: I, go Dylan Siegel Let's go I was Dylan actually Siegel. thinking of next pick. Yeah, I like Dylan Siegel here.
1: Let's go Dylan Siegel. Dylan Siegel's a good shooter. He can attack. He really he, he's improved. We're just playing with him. He um he's much more confident. He's got a lot more speed in his game now. And he's become a much better shooter. And that's a good weapon to have if you're Justin Nobby looking for some spacing to create inside. And shooting as it is in the NBA, as it is in college, is at an absolute premium. premium. Yep. Anywhere you, you can get shooting, you're gonna take it. And I mean Dylan Siegel can help you provide that. And he can also go and get buckets if you need to. Like that that's, I think this is a really good value because he's got more potential than the average, like third round pick. I think he, I think he's got a higher ceiling than Zaz, but um probably possibly a lower floor. Higher
0: ceiling, lower floor. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I agree.
1: So I, I think that's a good pick, and I, I again won't really screw up and I think that's all you can kinda of ask of a third round pick.
0: I agree. <sighs> This next pick is tough because this is the one team that doesn't. Other than your team, there's two teams, right? If you have you or you have Miles, you don't need to be drafting for size. Yeah. You don't need to reach for size yeah. because that's going what that's what's going to end up happening. And I think we're starting to already see it. Like yeah, people it. are going to need to reach for size in the third round of yeah. this draft. Ooh, man, I think here I gotta go with Lance K.
1: Lance K. Okay, so Lance K is a criminally underrated defender. He is one of the Great absolute defen- best, just tenacious, tenacious. unbelievable. And it's—I don't even know if he plays basketball. I gotta ask you if he plays basketball at home. He's I just mean, an athlete. It's totally like he knows how to play the mental parts mental, of defense. It's yeah. unbelievable, and <laughs> he's the best <laughs> help defender in camp. It's—he's really tough to play against. And I think that's an awesome, awesome pick. And that's gonna be a tough team to score on. JG Miles I and think Lance so. see...
0: Now, people in the know like. If you're in a room with six counselors or six teams that are drafting, there's gonna be at least four teams that have no idea Lance K is good. I mean, maybe they'll listen to the podcast before. But (laughs) probably not. If they like Lance K is someone like you have to have played against Lance K to know that he's actually valuable. Because when you actually play against him, you realize like Lance K can he can play. And he's he's, not really
1: an offensive player. He's not just watching. If you just
0: watch. Now and I don't I gotta be honest, I'm not I don't know how I feel about a Jacob Miles Lance K. Like offensively,
1: gonna, I don't really offensively, know. Offensively, you're gonna big.
0: need to win but a lot of as, games.
1: Just as we said with um the Eli team, that team's gonna outscore you, but you may be able to it's keep up with them. Yeah. yeah, it's the other way around. This team is gonna hold you to
0: exactly. and that's no why I more love than team. 40 because points. Because Miles can guard the big guys. Jacob Greenberger can guard anyone on yeah. in this any guard. Jacob Greenberger anyone. can stop Avi, he can stop Beef, he can stop Eli. And then you, you add in Lance K, who can just help. And, and just all fly around. He yeah. flies around. He flies is like, around. He is just like everywhere on defense. Like yeah. That's a team like, yeah, you might win some games 27-24. It's going to be really ugly. Yeah. It's not going to be fun for the group of assembled people watching on the big court. But you can grind out wins. And especially in the playoffs. You can grind out wins in the playoffs mm-hmm. like that. I, I feel good about that pick. So now, as we round it out here. This is our final pick mm-hmm. of the draft. You know, we're not going to go farther than yeah. the third round because, you know, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. And plus, I mean, it just gets to the point. Like, after round three, it kind of gets to be crapshoot yeah. a little bit. So this is the last pick. It's up to you.
1: So I have two thoughts. This is the team with Leo and Zay.
0: You need some size here.
1: So, yeah. So there's two thoughts for size in my head. I'm, there's either the lower ceiling, higher floor of Sam Zarrett, who will just be a bowling ball inside. Really? I was
0: thinking the high high floor, low ceiling was Ben Summer.
1: Well, that's another great option. So, so you can either go on the part of Sam or Ben, or you can go with the more skilled younger guy, in Salty, who plays basketball, and he's a little smaller, but I think he has. Salty a got seat. bigger. Salty did get bigger. Salty got much stronger as well. I this is a really, really, really tough one. Uh, I think for all time's sake, I might need to pair up Leo and Ben again.
0: All right, I can do it. I, I, if it was my pick, I would go Ben Summer here. I played with him on Blackfeet B-Basketball last year. He was our best player. Dominant B-Basketball Oh, player. my God. Dominant. He was he is an electric B-Basketball player. But even in the context, like, he's just big, and he, he runs around, and you're like, all right, he's not an athlete, yeah. but he makes all his layups – yeah. He is just fundamentally it's, sound. That,
1: that in all my years, he's always been like the other big guy. Our age. So he's always yeah. like taking me. I mean, he makes all of his layups. Oh. It, it's unbelievable! And you don't
0: think he's going to no. like he makes these tough shots. And and honestly, like if you're just big at camp, making made, layups is it's like
1: so valuable. Just <laughs> so valuable. So it valuable. sounds
0: stupid, but so valuable. So yeah. all right. So just to summarize what we have here, our six teams, three rounds. Our first team, we have our first team. Team one is Eli Greenberger, Jaden Levy and our and who's Grant, there and Grant Grant Panzer second team is you Myself, Noodle
1: Hillman and uh I said t- Hillman Tucker Hillman and Tucker. Tucker
0: team number three is Beef Beef N- Alex Newman, Newman
1: and you, you took this one and Zazz Zazz yes team the four fourth is Avi uh Justin Rubin and and Dylan Siegel.
0: Dylan Siegel. Fifth team, Jacob Greenberger, Miles Samuels, and Lance K. Yep. And our sixth and final team, Leo Hoffman, ben Xavier, Jules, and and Xavier Jules, and Xavier Summer. Yep. Those are some good teams.
1: Really good teams. It's talent. like
0: 16 team league, like there are a lot of good players. Thank you guys very much. I think we did it. We did a good job. I there. thought
1: we did a great job. I mean, those teams are going to be all competitive. I mean, we talk about how important that Big Four is. Like, those other two teams are not going to, like, roll They're over not going to be, and yeah, yeah, no, they're yeah. not going to
0: be rollovers at all. And, and listen, the depth can maybe be better. Like, that, I love that team. The, the potential of a Leo Hoffman, a Zay, run and gun team, oh my God. like, oh, that's The fun. potential is through the roof there. So, I think we did pretty good with that draft. If you stuck with us for. 42 minutes of Senior League's Mock Draft. We thank you very much. Noodle, great first episode.
1: Thank you. We'll
0: be doing these all summer long. We're actually going to do a second one after the draft is over. Yeah, And we'll be hitting that and we'll see how our Mock Draft lines up with the results. I, I just honestly, if there's one thing I hope, I would love to see Newman and Beef oh, paired. That'd be like, so much fun. That'd be so fun if the if the two guys from home can be paired together. Thank you guys very much as always for listening to the Life from Lake Balfour podcast. I'm Maddie Wasserman signing off, and we will see you next time on the Live from Lake Balfour podcast.